This is Mona Lisa Baseball Season 2, Episode 11. Again, like we've said a thousand times, it always comes back to the DH, but hear me out on this one. That rule got changed and now more rules are getting changed. So as rules keep changing, it becomes less and less accurate to call it the sport of baseball because baseball represented a different version of itself many years ago and held that for a very long time. But now as things start changing, it's going to resemble that sport less. So I think you have to change the name. Yeah. American hardball. Yeah. American hardball. So then. Well, what would Will Smith say? Yeah. I mean, the version is if you're going to do all this nonsense, take the word baseball out your f***ing mouth. I don't think you can call it baseball without line, but you've created something else. So call it something else. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how they're getting away with it. Well, it all started with the DH in the 70s. It, it's exactly where it started. No, but there's no, there's no naming police. You know, you're allowed to call it whatever you want. So there's... Oh. Well, if we can successfully get them to change the name, then we can break their monopoly. <laughs> Boy, that sounds like a tall or just order. just argue that it's not baseball anymore. It seems impossible to get to the point where you're not getting laughed out of the room I know. only. Only. I know. Well... It's like, get the fuck out of my yeah, face with here, that. But, but imagine, you know, a world where they're changing the rules even more drastically. And... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And, and, and there's more of us, and we are legion. Imagine that world yeah. and, and where there is some significant pushback to this. There's significant pushback to the runner on second base in the 10th inning. People hate it. Okay. Everyone hates it. Okay. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so people are gathering and organizing at least being there's against some something. of this. Yeah. We, they've got something to hold on to. They're there. not only being applauded. Every new thing that comes, it's like, great. Hopefully I haven't heard anyone say that they like that. Not a single person say that oh, they, that I they have, like it. Oh, I have. I got two on my list when I got uh, feedback from the show. Two people said, uh, I don't mind that at all. And they're both significantly older than me. And I think they've come to the point where they've spent enough innings involved with baseball where they're like, I, I go to bed early. <laughs> they yeah. play a lot of night games. Mm -hmm. I, I can't stay up. It, it's going 11, 12, 13, like I'm out. They just leave. I don't care. They want Their sleep is more important to finding out who won this game. But their sleep is not more important than the sanctity of the game. I mean, I don't think they're saying that it is. Those people are just saying, you lost me, I'm going to bed. They're already going to bed. They're already going to bed. But when there's a rule that speeds that along, to them it's like, hey, I'd rather catch the end of the game and see who won because I know it's only going to be, you know, I, like, what do you think? Is that a good or a bad thing, though? Shouldn't, shouldn't grandpa be going to bed at his normal time? I mean, the way to solve that is play more day games. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Yeah. The only day that things seem to be able to be prime time in the afternoon is Sunday. Television. It's all about the TV. Yeah, the TV uh, took over the 
Right. So one of the interesting things it about baseball, the timing of the sport, yeah. is that slowly over time, baseball went from a one hundred percent in person attendance uh, revenue model for the teams to a one percent or ten percent. I don't yeah, know what I it is. What it is? I'm curious. It, but it's not. It's small. It's pretty small compared to the TV contracts and the jersey yeah. sales and the hats and, yeah. and all that and the video games and all of that. Uh, they're, the teams are making way, way more money than they are from the tickets. Although okay. the tickets are very expensive. So they're only profiting from their ticket sales because they can, or they're only raising prices because there's another person behind that's willing to pay. In each ballpark, the ticket prices and the concession prices are based on what that market can afford. And it's different in different ballparks. Different ballparks have different deals. Yeah. And there's a lot of deals, you know, where you go mm-hmm. and you get like the family deal. So it just depends on where where you're going and, and what the what the capacity and what the sellout situation is on any given team, you know, and this this ebbs and flows. Sometimes there's more interest than there there's others. Sometimes a team is good, sometimes a team is bad. Sometimes there's a global pandemic. Only that's supposed to only happen like every hundred years. Yeah. Television. It's all about TV now. So the audience is on TV. We've been making all the changes recently that I've heard of are all about TV. I mean, and that's why I think yeah. we put a television set on the cover art first for one of the episodes. I think mm-hmm. it was the second one. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because it's just like, this is a television product. This is an entertainment product made for television now. Uh, that is the most important thing. Every- okay. You you just said something very important. You've you, the, the line has been crossed where they're not documenting what happens in the game. They are telling the game how it needs to play itself. And yep. that is extraordinarily uh, bad for art. We've seen how this plays out in football where they have the light where they cannot play the game until the network is like, uh, the cream cheese commercial is over. Okay, go. You don't get me started. Now we got the Doritos out in. Go ahead and play ball, guys. Go ahead. You're good. And <laughs> now you're good. <laughs> play football <laughs> you would have riled me up if i was in your section i would have i would have been like yeah hands on hips in a nfc championship game do you know where the beatles played their last concert their final concert no their final concert i don't know that it's a good uh fun fact to was know. it candlestick correct okay yeah 66 i think yeah isn't that crazy though? The Beatles played their last concert in '66. You know, hadn't even dropped uh, Sgt. Pepper's, Yoko Ono, Abbey Road. Those were all waiting. I mean, good on them for all of a sudden realizing. You know what? I think I'm done with the concert thing. Like, let's make. Music. I think there was some incidents at that concert. Yeah, yeah, like some some action happened. Hmm. Right? You know what? I'm not. Know. I'm I'm not old enough to actually to know. I just kind of have like echoes of. Like yeah. things you see on TV. I was not alive during that Yeah, it makes time. you wonder if they had any inkling while they were there, knowing mm. this might be our last show, or if it just kind of... Ooh, what be- if this is our last way? show, and we don't know oh, it right yeah. now? Yeah, I mean, this is the last time we never do know. this. I mean, we're both very off the microphone. Anonymous 1 and Anonymous 2 are very depressed about <laughs> baseball. Like, this is hard to do, you guys. I, this is difficult. Yeah. The season's about to start. Everything's... You're watching it's like, so fucked. You're watching the beautiful animal just slowly 
It's like, well... And we're compelled to talk about it. Do we need to put the animal down? We're compelled to talk about it because it it hurts us deeply. Like, you drove a a vast distance to come here so that we could kind of get this in before opening day. Yeah. The feeling I've had for several years is someone's got to do it. And eventually, I listened to it enough and made it so. And I'm so glad you heard it. Because I doubled the size of my army. (laughs) Yeah. We have a, we have some other we've got some people and now so. yeah we're at least six times bigger now <laughs> formidable opponent though yeah you know both of us are kind of humble we don't want to I don't know like there's so many things that we don't want to do <laughs> because they're cheesy you know like oh. One thing you don't want to do is go down the road of claiming how humble you are. <laughs> well, no, let me let me put it this way, dude. Like, if you want to be popular and talk about baseball, we're doing it wrong. Right? Uh, we're not anywhere close to doing very easy things to get clicks and likes and stuff. Like, we could just talk about trades. We could have hot takes on you know, things that are happening in baseball right now that aren't rule changes that MLB has indoctrinated an entire generation to know that was inevitable and should have happened last year. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's where we are in those things. Yeah. But that's like saying, you know, if, if we did the lesser version, we'd be as popular as the other people. If we were in this for fame, we'd, we'd have totally different content, right? Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. So just the fact that we're talking about in a very critical way, the game. Um, if you want to be a part of Major League Baseball media, if you want to um, make money, get clicks, you know, like you talk about spring training. Who's doing one in spring training? We'd be talking about who got traded to this, who got let go, who's, who got injured. Like, this is what you'd be talking about. Yeah, but I don't think those people are getting clicks because of the content that they're saying. I think they're getting clicks because they are already known or thought of as a representative of baseball. It's both. So no matter what they're saying. No, no, it's both because people are when they, Oh, I heard Tatis got traded searching for Tatis. Okay. Uh-huh. It's both. So they, maybe they have an audience that they're building, but they will also be all looking for new people. Okay. And so new people are, you can go to Google Analytics and see what people are searching for today, this hour, the last three hours. Oh, and then throw it up. Throw it up. That's why there's a million videos up there about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. Okay. I saw, I lost respect for a couple of broadcasters because it's like, this is a baseball guy. This is a science guy. And yet they did a video about that. And Mm -hmm. I guess that just speaks to how popular this thing was. Like these broadcasters were like, this is so lucrative. I can't not do it. Because I have all the equipment to like make an episode of something really quickly. I'm talking about process stuff. I don't want to talk about this stuff. I'm sorry. I just got off on a tangent. I apologize. I think all you really wanted to start was you wanted to defend the idea that what we've set out to do is difficult and that's alter ugly path that we're seeing i feel like it's mission impossible what we're trying to do it feels that way right now but it should when you're a week from opening day (laughs) yeah with all the deck stacked against us for 2023 um 
let's let's make some wagers right now. Those those things you mentioned earlier, the shift, all that stuff. Is there any chance that none of those get picked up? I don't think so. I'll answer my own question. Yeah, the fact that there's a lot of people are like on deck for 2023. Deck, we're right. looking at the bigger bases. We're looking at the pitch clock. We're looking at the banning the shift. They're going to continue to talk about it in that way. It's probably going to be like two out of three or something. They're just going to test the waters and see what people say. But everyone's okay with it. Well, I'd say there is some resistance to banning the shift. There's a ton of resistance against automatic runner on second. Yet it still came back. Well, we can talk about why that happened. I think we already did. Uh, The players advocated for it because they thought it would reduce injuries and game times, obviously, that help them, you know, make their flights or whatever. And, you know, I, I get it from their point of view. Yeah, well, whatever. What could possibly stop the ban of the shift? Enough people saying how dumb it is and how it, it's okay. not smart and how... No, here's what's going to happen. Let me, let me, let me crystal ball you. Mm-hmm. So knowing that it's on deck, people are going to be real interested in getting their clicks and every single opportunity that there is to make videos on why the shift is stupid will be made. Oh, it's already being made. People will watch them already and then it will happening. just become this on deck thing. Finally, the shift is ending. Well, no, here's the thing. And there will be a promise that the sport gets better now because of it. I think that there is a chance to reverse some of these rules. And ironically, the rule about the automatic runner on second is an example of this in the fact that it did go away it did come off the table it made its way back in because of some maneuvering by the players or somebody whatever how these things work we don't really know how these things work we can only kind of speculate but it got back in (laughs) into the final or into the most recently updated uh, draft of the agreement and um you know, that's where we are. And that is universally hated. I, I haven't found a single broad. I maybe some people who shrug it off and are neutral about it, but just my two people. Right. I but mean, it would make almost universally hated because it's a, it's just dumb. It's not a fun. And it's most people, most people would like to, they're on board with resolving games quickly, but they just want to do it maybe in a more fun, different way. And a lot of these guys are channel changers, multi-sports guys, and I don't value their opinion, really. I really don't. In fact, it's channel changing people who just want to tune into the most exciting things and everything. Like, baseball is not made... You can have ADD and be into baseball, but not in that way. And you can't keep comparing it to other sports. It's different. It's like comparing, you know, like swimming and cricket. Comparing competitive shooting and, you know, like squirrel suit flying. Okay. They're just different things. They may, they look similar. Uh, you can watch it on TV. Others uh, like roughly a number of guys on each team. They wear a uniform. That's the same. Okay. Oh, there's two leagues, whatever. I, I'll, I think it's really funny that the other sports kind of, you know, like yeah. are, fell into this paradigm of well, why two leagues in baseball. We t- it doesn't matter anymore. They have the same rules. You know, and, uh, you know, it, it's kind of, it's not the same. It's completely different. You cannot compare NASCAR and bull riding. Okay. You, you like, there's similarities. Both dangerous. It's a guy on a heavy th- on object. A thing. So, Don't this get is hurt, buddy. Exactly how I feel when they're like, well, baseball needs to be more like basketball. Fuck that. It's nothing like it. It's only similar. And then it's popular and it's a sport. 
with a team. Yeah, if there was ever a preaching to the choir moment, it's we're in it. Basketball made so much money overseas, man, in the last like 20, 25 years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Not ridiculous. It's great. Great, great for basketball. Basketball is a good sport. I like it. I, I like no one's usually trying to hurt somebody else in basketball. I really like that about basketball. Usually guys are not trying to hurt each other in basketball. That's great. I love that. But a it and yeah, you got to be really athletic to play. Uh, guys get hurt all the time. That I really hate seeing that. I yeah, really but, hate I mean, seeing guys roll their ankles and twist their knees backwards. That oh, that bothers me. Oh, I hate to see it. But uh, I do love love to watch a, a good basketball game. I mean, they there has to be some level of risk in playing a physical sport. That I mean, at what point do you tell someone you can't go at them as hard when it's your position to get rebounds is I know. extremely physical. You have to get the ball when a 6'10 large fella that can jump high wants the ball just as much as you. And you have to beat that person out of getting the ball. It's going to be physical. And when it's going to be physical, there's going to be risk of injury. Yeah. So- For sure. B- Basketball is great. I think it deserves all the success. That's great. Um, but baseball... <laughs> Baseball end, ended up in its shadow, Basketball and that's the shame. Well, why think of it that way? Again, again, if there's some new form of art that's so amazing, like that it incorporates five dimensions, right? <laughs> and, and and we decide that this is better than the Mona Lisa. Yeah, but- <laughs> it doesn't devalue the Mona Lisa. But we already <laughs> we've answered this question a thousand times. It's the owners that can make enough money. And if they put out the propaganda and people hear it the most, they're going to go along with it. So now we're stuck defending something with a small audience. Well, I I like this idea of a David versus Goliath scenario. Totally. So if we can yeah. be like, hey, fuck you, MLB TV, we're going to take a clips from you and show the world how fucking stupid you are. We're going to show clips of Billy Ripken staring at the sky trying to figure out what to say that doesn't get him fired when he's just trying to speak honestly about why some of these rules are changing. But, okay. but I think that's why they like him on the show is he supports the opinion that is being pushed right now. Yeah, I mean you look, maybe we will never be a majority. Let's say this. Let's let's just pretend that we can never win over a majority of fans. Okay. I mean, I think I knew this, but a real good confirmation of that was the guy I talked to in Nevada, you know? Right. And I didn't tell the best part about that story, by the way. I forgot the best part about the Nevada guy. I don't want to do that. I'm talking to this guy. And I'm like, well, you know, Madison Bumgarner hit five home runs one year. And I was talking about Madison. And he's like, really? I don't believe you. And I actually got out my phone. And I typed in it. And I look back and I'm like. I don't care if you believe me or not. He did. He did it. And he hit four another year too. And I was like, the guy could, the guy could go long. And I watched him do it many times. And it was so amazing when it happened. And he disagreed with me and he was great about it. And we just disagreed. And it was real friendly. He invited me to play pool with him. And I I politely declined. I went back to hang out with my buddies. Yeah. Um, He was next player, you know, and like, you know, you got, sometimes I need to just take a step back and be like, whoa there, old guy, you know, like, uh, just take a step back and be like, this guy 
loves baseball. He spoke to me from the heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Neither of us were like super, you know, drunk or anything. You know, it was probably right at that, at that, that right level where people are getting real and are still well, you know, like kind of well-spoken. And I, I guess there's, for me in professional sports on one end of the spectrum, you have golf, disc golf, maybe baseball's close to it. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have the UFC in terms of violence. Okay. Okay. And it's difficult to rank everything in a two dimensional scale, but I'm going to, you know, let's just try to do it. We've got hockey over here. They have sanctioned fighting. Mm hmm. I would love to love hockey. I think hockey's beautiful to watch. Oh, so you're one of the people but that with, doesn't watch. With the sanctioned fighting, there is no, I cannot, I will not watch anything that has sanctioned fighting in it. Goodbye. I'm sorry. Give me a new league in time when you figure out that this is dumb. Seriously. And I think, I think maybe they will figure out that they have to stop. Maybe they won't. This is the thing. I'm I'm in the minority. Okay, like UFC is incredibly popular. So let me I have to guess I have to oh, acknowledge yeah. this, okay? I have to acknowledge that this thing is incredibly popular even though I pretend it doesn't exist because mm-hmm. I think watching people like punch each other in the face, you know, like I prefer the the term bludgeon. It just it doesn't appeal to me. I don't like gladiatorial combat, okay? Yeah. Um even though I'm not trying to I don't want to take that away from people. I really don't. I think that uh I don't know, man. I mean, if people are really into that, what can I, what can I do? But I don't want to support it. I literally pretend it doesn't exist. Um, you know, you talk about boxing. I definitely am not into that, Mm -hmm. even though I respect that at least that's a little more of a sporting thing, you know, where you got the bags on your hands. Just seems like there's something possibly more artful. Yeah, so I appreciate the sports that are on the other end of the spectrum yep. where you're not trying to hurt someone. Yep. You're trying to outplay them not only with your physical ability, but also with your mental ability. That, to me, is the best. And whenever you have a team sport, it's hard to, you know, you, the physicality can come and you have interactions that can get difficult. You know, guys throwing each other in baseball. The play at the plate is always violent. Um, you know, and, and, and maybe we, we, I talk about, Hey, these are athletes. They should be able to take a little bit of risk. It's just, it's again, where do you draw the line between what's too much risk? You know, where do you draw the line with technology? What's, what's too much technology? What's good technology? Do we draw the line at a microprocessor? Can you wear a microprocessor? There's a memo that's about to get leaked from the commissioner's office that was about the some dust up between the Yankees and the Red Sox involving Apple Watches. <laughs> and please go on. Go, they don't want it to go public, but it's I think oh, it's really? about to go public. Yeah. You know what I heard is about to go public. So the statisticians been looking through their notes and they've established that short stops are the lightest hitting member of the defensive society, we'll say. Um, and I think catchers are close, but shortstop was ranked at the lowest after mm-hmm. our National League pitchers, I guess. But what they're saying is that there is going to be a form of a designated hitter for the shortstop. Mm-hmm. And so 
in order to get just a little, I should use the word inject a little more offense into the sport. There's, it's going to be allowed that you can have a second designated hitter for the shortstop. Yeah. Now it's time. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. So tell me that doesn't sound like the iciest, steepest hill you've ever come across. I don't care what kind of footwear you have on. Do you know how difficult it is to be a catcher? I mean, come on. Why do these guys have to bat? I mean, look at their knees. We could extend their career. Don't you want to see another year? (laughs) You know what you could have? You could hire people as catchers that they don't even have to stand. Their just body shape is a perfect ball already. (sighs) Just a funnel. So they don't have to. Yeah, exactly. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to run. They don't have to hit. They can just be a ball. Throw it here. And then. What do you do if the guy's on first? If who's on first? The guy. The the ball? <laughs> the ball-shaped team? Ball's on first? Uh, no, they don't have to bat, man. The only thing they have to do is be a catcher and be able to throw the ball. They still have to be able to throw the ball, I think. Yeah, you have to throw the ball. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, about. maybe they could have... I mean, the guy's on first. He's in, He's threatening to steal second. Yeah, That's they the could... No, they have a slingshot. Is it... A slingshot? <laughs> a slingshot? A trebuchet? Yeah. It's the so target. you're talking about an automatic 90%. catcher. Yeah. A machine catcher. Well, shaped like a machine. You want to give him the tools shaped to like do his job better. Yeah, but he doesn't out have of to the bat. squat. Yeah. And he doesn't have to bat. Doesn't have to. Oh, of course. He's just the best machine guy with well, the thing. He's extremely slow running. He has a very bad yeah, body type for, for sure. aerodynamics. Okay. Yeah. So what about a designated center fielder? So he's just really fast. He's got really long arms. And a rocket. Designated center fielder. Yep. Doesn't have to bat. Yeah. Yeah, sure. More action. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> one of your three outfielders, you can choose which one. One of the three outfielders. Fielder. You're now telling me who's an who's an outfielder and who's an infielder. I thought I could play my, my defense wherever I wanted to. Um, For one more year, you can. Yeah. <laughs> we hope. One more year. Yeah. That's, have fun this season. Yeah. So... I wanted to I wanted to make sure to bring this one up because you've reminded me of this a couple times. And you know, it's it's an analogy again that it fits, but it has nothing to do with baseball until you tie them together. So Columbia River is a huge, massive river that travels along the border of Oregon and Washington. At some point in the 1900s, the white man decided that it was going to dam the Columbia and they could create a lot of power and control by doing that. And so there was a lot of Native American tribes that used the Columbia River as their livelihood. That river supported them in their life pursuits, but they were getting kicked out of the area and not a new news story, but you know, their, their land got taken from them. And part of their land that they used was the Columbia. And there was one spot in particular that the Columbia came together and it was known as the greatest salmon fishery in world history. It's basically show up, stick a net in the water and come out with a hundred salmon. And it was one of the tribe's most sacred spots, if not the most sacred. So they were going to damn the Columbia. So they did that. And then on, somehow they were able to say, we understand that you love this fishing hole. 
What we're going to do is, I think that the Columbia had already been dammed for maybe a year or two. And then for some reason, they had to bring the level down far enough that um, that fishing hole would kind of be available again, you know, not just drowned in water. And so they invited the tribe to come back and see it in its, you know, sort of original state. And I was told that most of the people decided not to go and see it one more time because what could be more depressing than being in the place you love the most knowing no matter what you've seen it for the last time or experienced it for the last time this is what i think the feeling we're going through as we march towards opening day is you've already accepted it better than me i'm quaking in my boots knowing that when the season starts I'm, it's not that I'm making a declaration that I'm out of the sport, but (laughs) I would have to put myself in a position to make sure I watch, not just watch because I love it. Mm -hmm. And when I first heard that stat about the Columbia, I was surprised that these people wouldn't want that one chance to see the magical thing because compare it to my version of tiger stadium where i got to be whisked into magic land and i get to see one game at tiger stadium instead of zero. Oh my god i would I, who knows what i would pay to have that opportunity it's like bezos calls me to go to space you want to go it's like mm, all right i'll go but i guess the difference is i never went to tiger stadium so i would take that but those people lived on this river. So they already experienced it and getting a one more chance didn't really do it for them. It wouldn't them be the same. Cause they already knew. Yeah. I always feel like I made a huge mistake never going right. and I'll never get to see it. Did you know that in the final game at tiger stadium in their tigers final at bat in the eighth inning while they were winning a left-handed hitter hit a grand slam off the top of the roof in the last game at Tiger Stadium in the last inning. Hmm. Doesn't there seem to be a little magic involved with that? Oh, yeah. He got a long standing ovation (laughs) because every Detroit person knew that they just saw something that was going to mark time. And they pushed it. I think it was pushing a five minute standing O like let's give an over. They were basically giving a curtain call to the stadium. Mm-hmm. So Ty Cobb played here, like stand and bow Ty, you know, all the things that they'd got to witness and be a part of, or their grandpa witnessed or their great grandpa witnessed and got to be a part of. It was a standing ovation for that. So I have an idea to save baseball. Make it more like basketball. Oh no, that's the or current football. that's the current idea. I have a oh. new idea. Oh, okay. What a fresh take. Yeah, I got a new idea on how to save baseball. Great. The commissioner must be uh chosen from a pool of the best umpires. Oh, chosen by the umpires. Okay. Chosen no, be one of the best umpires. Oh, the commissioner is an umpire. The commissioner shall be chosen from a pool of the best senior umpires. Who votes? 
a pool of senior umpires and me. I don't know. Uh, probably that's a great question. How about we have um, uh, some representatives from the owners, some representatives from the players, uh, some representatives from the umpires, and um, you know, let's let's throw in. Um, Let's throw in the press a little bit. I don't know. You know, that's always problematic, but um, we'll, we can find a way to do this. Yeah. I think Here's the idea. The idea is if the, the owners want to have a representative that's like, hey, I represent the owners, they can do that. But the commissioner of baseball and all the powers contained within him should be held by someone who comes from a more reputable uh, pedigree. You know, someone who is a steward of the game, not someone... Not the guy who represents the interests of the owners. They can have that. Let's. They can go ahead and have uh, the players have that. They have a guy who represents them. The mm-hmm. owners can have that too. But the commissioner of baseball, in my perfect world, um, let's let's try something different because I don't think what's I don't think what they're doing is working. Well, that's not going to be optioned until the sport falls on its face. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I can talk about. Look, man. Some of these uh, these pie in the sky ideas. I know they're not practical and it's fun to talk about. Yeah. Okay. I know that's not going to happen. Like when I tell you I have the solution for steroids in baseball and Uh I tell you it's to put the guy's hat size on the back of the baseball card. We both know that's not happening. Oh, it's so good though. But it's funny. Okay. So I had someone contact me and said he wanted to hear more of uh, steroid talk from us. So we should dive into that for a moment. But he also added, and it was just in a text, but it was fairly long. He mentioned that his idea was you are allowed to take steroids, but you have to admit it and you can never be admitted to the Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's that's an interesting idea. I like it. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, he threw it out there. I I don't think I'm on board with it, but that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I put a little thought into it. I don't think... I'm on board with well, it. Well, I'm okay. Either. I'm on record as saying we need a Hall of Fame and the other one. <laughs> Hall of Shame. You could call it that. You can. And I it's just the idea is you tell the full story so everyone's happy except uh that you make sure that one play I don't care about the, let's just get real. I don't care about the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but okay. who cares? It's just it's a museum. Look, I <laughs> It's a symbol that we can use when we talk about the sanctity of the game and like, you know, whatever this guy gets into it because it's not necessarily about with Barry Bonds. The discussion isn't about his stats, obviously. It's about the guy and the man. Right. And that's, you know, we're trying to get to these deeper issues where we're not necessarily talking about baseball when we talk about these things. We're talking about fame versus infamy. We're talking about how far can you bend or break the rules and still get away with it. Yeah. And um, I'm the fairness police. You're the humanity guy. And uh, this is going to be a struggle, but a journey that we're embarking together. And opening day is not going to be the end because I know it's going to be sad for you to... You know... That was a good sign. (laughs) It's going to be sad for me, too, but I already felt it because they're doing uh, this in spring training already, you know, to be like, hey, DH for the Giants. Yeah, that first announcement. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. You and I even talked now about, batting. like, 
you and I even talked about, hey, let's go to the game and like get t-shirts like that that are like no DH or play real baseball or something. But like, I honestly can't even be bothered to do that. I'm so depressed about this. Hey, that's fine. It's not worth the sunburn to me right now. Like that's where I'm at. Okay, but let, let's let's start that. <laughs> it's not worth the sunburn. Let's start that right now. If you're someone that agrees with play real baseball. I suggest if you go to games, when the designated hitter comes up to bat at your home game, mm-hmm. you boo and you say <laughs> play real baseball. Yeah, I know. And I don't think people around me would like that. I, I honestly, that's, that's what's, that is, that's the breaking point for me, dude. Is that I already know that the fans are all I, 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 I will be annoying myself, but I'm going to get there where I'm going to do exactly what you said. I'm going to boo. I'm going to say play real baseball. And no one, wa- apparently no one wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. The guy in the guy in Genoa didn't want to hear it. You know, we had, we had a great discussion. He's like, does not care. Yeah, he thinks these things are great. There are times in life where certain things are unpopular, but it's worth making a stand on some level, and that's it. Hey, AstroTurf went away, right? Yeah, it worked itself out. Okay. Let's try it. What are some other wins, man? Okay, yeah. Um, it's not just AstroTurf, well, I guess but we're not doing the sticky it took stuff a while to realize that the multi-sport stadiums weren't bringing the fans in. So that pretty much went out of style and it was very in vogue for decades. A lot of teams did it and pretty I mean, they all went away with it it. except maybe Bush stadium, but Bush stadium, St. Louis doesn't wait. Do they have a football team? I don't know. Yeah. You wouldn't know such things. Uh, so is there any, Multi-purpose stadium in baseball right now. A's Coliseum. Nope. They went to Vegas. Raiders went to Vegas. I know, but that stadium was built as a multi-purpose oh, stadium. Built as You're one, saying yeah. just because the seats are pushing permanently, it's not a... Oh, they okay. could, no, if they you. wanted to play football there, they yeah. just got to oil those, those wheels up and push those seats back. Yeah. Well, A's want a whole new, they know, a whole new situation. I hope they get it. I really do. Is the owner paying for it or is the city? No, the whole yeah. That's why these things always take forever. Is because yeah. the owners want the city to pay for it. Yeah, wouldn't that be as nice? Possible. I want you to make my team worth more. This is the type of discussion that is super depressing. Where it's like the taxpayers pay for a billionaire stadium. Yeah. <laughs> like I, entertain us. Oh no, we have to pay it, or they're going to move to Tampa. Yeah, the threat. Yep. yep. Yeah. We talk about. Man, how th- how I am so such a tortured soul when it comes to baseball and how baseball has broken my heart so many times, man. The strike, Barry Bonds moving to Tampa, the Giants moving to Tampa, okay? These things all stretch me to the breaking point, to the point where I I, I hate to admit that I, I'm really kind of only there for the, the playoffs. Like, that's so embarrassing to me. But it's not... It's not by choice. It's because it's just not, it's not the same. It feels like a video game now. 
and if I want if I want to play baseball video games, I should just go play baseball video games. Yeah, you could play thirty games by the time the one on TV ends. I don't, you know, and I still love watching players. You know, like we got a guy in the Giants who's been on the team uh, almost, I think, his whole career. Brandon Belt. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know, but I mean, <laughs> is anyone going to the ballpark to watch Brandon Belt? Ah, uh, he's got his fans. I, no, no, no disrespect on that guy. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to find some positive because it's yeah, like he I get so bombs. overwhelmed with the negative. I'm just, I want to find some. Let's talk about some okay, positive well, things. Okay, well, no, I, I think what you're searching for is you want to show up to the ballpark excited and it doesn't feel like you can do that anymore. I want to make, yeah, yeah. And that's what hurts. Yeah, it does. I'm with you. My girlfriend said, can we please go to a game this year? And I said, okay. We should go to a game. But I'm going to lose my voice <laughs> because when the designated hitter comes up, I'm going to have to stand up. And yell yeah. real baseball well, so that the maybe, players so that the players on the field hear me. Maybe we come up with a pact where we only do it the first time or something. You know, like maybe we make a little promise where we're okay. We're we're only going to do this once, uh, and uh, probably we'll be good after that. Fuck, be good. I know. Okay. Well, I mean, but maybe that's a way we could go. Go. I don't know. Fucking, fucking. I have a really high quality boo. <laughs> Let's hear it. No, I'd break the mic. <laughs> I I only can get away with this, you know, probably once a month because it's so rattling to the voice. Yeah. Okay, but, here's but the people thing. Hear it. If we go and we do this, we we have to show we can't bring girlfriends. Because we're gonna we're gonna make a stink. Uh, I can't I can't go to a game this year without bringing a lady. All right. Well, yeah. I'm just saying we run the risk of embarrassing the ladies because we're I mean, Well, I've already I warned people her. are gonna we're gonna boo super loud. We're going to be, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it. We might be escorted out. You think they'd boot us for that? I guess we did. Why why am I afraid that they would? If we were way too loud and way obnoxious, I think, and we did it every single time the DH came up, which would be a lot. That would be a lot. That would, think about that. Yeah, well, it would probably be eight times. <laughs> then I, I think that you could totally see people in our section lobbying multiple complaints. And once they get that third complaint, you get kicked out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think to make a point, you can only do it against your home team. Because I'm disappointed that the Giants have accepted I this. I know. I'm, dis- I'm so disappointed. That the Giants, the representative of the Giants said... I guess I don't know. How can you blame them though? They're going to give ABs away. But did every owner have to agree on this or was it majority? Do we know how the Giants voted towards this? No, we we do not. We do not. And we never will, huh? How unfair is that? You don't know what organization said. We really really want to remain. I don't care anymore. Pitchers hitting. Oh, (laughs) you're done for. I really don't care. Honestly, do not care. How, which way the team voted, which that team, the other, who cares? I mean, that tells a lot right there. I guess. You went from having your heart in the game wrapped around the Giants' finger to, eh, fuck them. Pretty much. That's, that's the stinker. That's the feeling. Well, I don't want to blame the describe. team. I'm the, I have previous issues with the team, but now I've got issues with the league. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why season one moved me. It's because something had happened to the game. It was different. It was it had changed. It didn't taste the same anymore. 
And I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And it just manifests itself as me just not clicking, not watching slowly, yeah, slowly more and more over time. And yeah, like a fair weather fan, boom, you know, playoffs come around and I'm hosting parties. <laughs> come on over. Let's watch this. Yeah. Giants Dodgers. Why? Why? I can't miss this. This is great. But then, um, and playoff baseball is different. There's no, they're not pulling out the starter based on a pitch count. So it feels right. Um, and I had a lot of fun watching those games and there was, it was a bitter, bittersweet end there. And we talked about that, but that's whatever, you know, that's not the most, that's not important really. It's important in the context of us talking about how I feel about how umpires can use better tools to make better calls and eliminate the delay of instant replay, which I think is really important. You want to speed up the game, get rid of instant, make instant replay instant. This is such a no brainer in my mind. Um, I think we'll get there. Not if I can help it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you, you're like, just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. And I, and I guess, I guess, in another world, I'd probably be there too. I, and, but I guess I've accepted. Well, you can't get rid of it. It's there. So why not yeah. fix it? Make it better. And I know that's part of the problem. It's weird rules on top of weird rules. You know. I well, get that. I mean, you brought it to my attention that once we get to the point where the fans can see the pitches better yeah. than the umpire, yeah. what are we doing? Like, that's the crux of it. Wouldn't that be a huge problem? You know, you talk about, like, fans all collectively, you know, being against something. Have you ever heard, read the short story where uh, it's like a soccer, it's a sporting event, and you give all the fans these mirrors? Mm, no. on a sunny day i want to read that and if you don't like what the official called oh geez everyone just points the mirror at him and he fries <laughs> think about it who wrote that well, that's some science fiction that's stuff. incredible right but you could see this happening you could do this on a sunny day in a giant oh stadium you just give everyone a giant mirror it's like an it inch like, like six seconds yeah and yeah toast. and your toast combustion think about it yeah Jeez. This is why you you want to give the power uh, to dumb dumb fans who would do that, you know, who would jump on this bandwagon. Ha ha! Oh wait, we just killed a man. Oh, none of us is individually responsible. It's Squashed like a bug. That you and me, I feel like we're the guys not holding the mirror. You know, we're like, uh, w- hold on, wait a minute. Oops, you just killed another part of baseball. I, I'm picturing the uh, metal detector test, and it's like, hey, what are you doing with that? And you go. I'm extremely vain. Oh, okay. They're making rules for one guy. These are knee-jerk reactions. Well, yeah. When you're making new rules because of the actions of one individual, this is couldn't be this couldn't be more indicative of a bad decision. I just in any other game when you're making a rule in the service of one single individual your priorities are so far out of whack i don't even you got to tear the whole thing down Yeah, you're chicken with the head cut off you got to tear the whole thing down before you can build it up again can you imagine if i'm I'm working on a video game and we put in some code this has actually happened actually let's hear it yeah i have actually done this where there's code for just one guy but it was to keep him from cheating. It wasn't. It wasn't like to make to make like highlight him. 
I'm sure there are games where they like grant access to prominent players who are like uh, streamers yeah. and give them publicity. So I'm a little out of touch when it comes to that. I mean, I'm not out of touch. I'm just, I choose, it's another thing that I choose to ignore. Like American League Baseball, which I can't ignore anymore. Thank you. Yeah. So easy to ignore. Oh, you know, I hear the Yankees and the Rays are throwing each other. Another reason to not watch that brand of baseball. Thanks for confirming for me why I don't need to. Oh, now it's everywhere. Great. Great. Let the headshots begin. Let the attempted murder trials begin. Okay. Let's, let's, I can't wait to see the Giants and the fucking Dodgers throw at each other for the next 25 years. Oh, it'll be great. Oh, they'll be talking about on SportsCenter. Who threw at him harder? Oh, who's got a broke? Oh, you know, he shattered his femur on this one. Wow. They really hate each other. What a <laughs> rivalry. Can you believe the rivalry next up? Oh, 25 years ago today, so-and-so broke someone's orbital. Oh, look at that. Oh, they really did not like each other. What a rivalry. Oh, such a great rivalry. One of the best in sports. Can you believe it, Bob? Oh, yeah, they fixed his eyeball. He never looked the same. I don't want to watch that. And I that is his going. Look, my crystal ball is fucking clear as day on this one. Clear as day. The minute something happens in the stands, the minute somebody is just accidentally throws one, two inside, boom, there, plunk fest, go. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And the fans are going to fuel it. And the, the YouTubers are going to fuel it. And the UFC gambling assholes are going to fuel it. And it's just <laughs> go make a new sport. American hardball. Go play with all the DHs, the BHs, the EHs, the XHs. Go. Bat five guys. I don't care. They can do steroids all day long. They can wear armor. They can crowd the plate. Make the plate bigger. Make the plate smaller. I don't care. Don't call it baseball. Yeah. That was pretty well said. For being a rant, that was pretty well said. Congratulations. I'm fired up. Okay, I got a uplifting note. Oh, please. I saw a beautiful ballpark today. It was just a field, though. It was two fields that were next to each other in a green grass-laden park with huge cypress trees all around it. And a big, fat, glowing hill up and left to left center all the way to center field. A humongous, gentle sloping hill that kept the ball off of the streets and remained in the sunken field. It it was a result that spoke for itself where I went out and stood at home plate and I went out and stood on the mound and I looked at how far the mound was from home plate. And when I stood at the plate, I tried to stand where I used to uh, stand when I played. And I looked out and there was a beautiful green grass field with a beautiful city in the distance. And what I've been told is that People with very tiny mitts will go out there and play the old version of baseball. And I guess it's hard to say at this point, but doesn't it seem like there's a chance that as things continue to get a little more stupid every year, that that will just kind of grow in people's minds and go, there's something I like about this. I don't know what it is. I wonder, I wonder if you got the why don't the best players play like this? Like, what have we lost here? The thing that's going to allow that to happen the most, which is the most depressing, 
is the sport falls on its face. So it's not going to feel good when that happens, Mm -mm. but yet there's going to be some part of us that's going to be there saying, you fucking morons, I told you Mm -hmm. that's what was going to happen. Why did I see it and you didn't? Yeah. But we're going to have to endure that. But I think that's where the hope could come from is I can still stand on a field and get an emotion that makes me go, yes, there's something incredible about this, that brightness comes from the darkest tunnels. And if baseball goes through some really dark times, it's going to make the light shine that much brighter. And people are going to start to look for beacons of hope, which is something ain't right. This isn't how I remember it. You know, what is it that needs to change or what is it that needs to go back to what it was or what's wrong here? Really trying to establish what the problem is. And people are going to keep going back. If they're looking for answers, they're going to find the right ones because the history has been written and talked about for decades. So it's not really hidden. No one's really talking about it right now. It's really hard to meet someone and even hear someone that agrees with us. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, you do. But... There's something about what we're saying, which is so obvious. And at the same time, it's shocking. You're not hearing it from more places, but it's out there. There's, there's decades of this. That's what makes me so shocked. No one's saying it now is that the most pertinent time to raise your hand and say, uh, I think they're doing something wrong here. Nobody seems to be doing it. Don't get me started. Yeah, it's time. What? I don't care. All right, I'll go. I mean, that tells a lot right there. I guess. So glad you heard it. Oh, okay. What a fresh take. They're not documenting what happens in the game. They are telling the game how it needs to play itself. If you're someone that agrees with play real baseball, I suggest if you go to games, when the designated hitter comes up to bat at your home game, you boo and you say play real baseball.